Hey, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Villalucci Podcast. Honest, uncensored, and unedited discussions about life and everything in it. So sit back, relax, and let's start the show. Okay, so if you want to do a Guinness World Record longest live streaming podcast, you could do it in conjunction with some type of fundraiser, like a Kickstarter, something like that, so that monies raised can go towards paying the Guinness people to come and view and, and supervise, or no, that's I'm money. sure you can get people who are more than willing to be, who want to be part of it to come Yeah, I mean, it's physically possible, chips, but when chips. they start, they send you a form yeah, that well, they have to fill out. Yes. What's have, every 10 minutes, it has to be yes. what we've said, what we've done. Then if they go for a break... But it's going to be live anyway, so they can, they can, they can check that no, anyway. No, so this is what we didn't get. They're, they're not allowing us the live thing. They put in live slash audio, right? right? But they wanted, they couldn't accept the live feed as anything, Right. The audio was right. the main thing. Right. But then they needed people to back up the audio. So they had right. to write out what's being said, not verbatim, but what happened, what time they clock off, what right. time they clock back right. on again. Yeah. So you need a massive team of fucking people. I, I don't think so. I think you can. If get you like, saw the paperwork. You need 18 people, wouldn't you? Just yeah. Or I, said to, I thought I'd contact That's them. We were on a recorder podcast. Just fucking take the video footage and the audio. It's going out live, so it's yeah. not unedited. Too much, no, and this is a 12 week application just to be heard. Well, and then listen, every two weeks you get one question. Still, I'm talking about four months of just questions. Back if you still want to do it, I'll pursue it. Well, be- no, this because, is my thing, yes, yeah, but you, to pursue it, you've got to go through the whole application again. What 12 weeks? Forget that, I'm not waiting. No, so this okay. is what happened. What? So I said to them, basically, I said to them, you can go fuck yourself. Because oh, you're yeah. taking the piss. There you go. You're taking the piss. Oh, there goes that idea. <laughs> That's it. No, because they were taking, this is like, what, a year? Two a year? Did you flip got, the table over? No, well, like, anyway, so. Secret biscuits? What happened is there's another company uh, called Record Setters in yeah, America. Yeah. And um, so I contacted them. And they're basically the new version of Record Breakers without the bollocks. So I contacted the guy and he sent me a book of all the records they'd done. Yeah. And it's, they basically trust people. Yeah. So there you go. They do have what they call yellow jackets that you can get to come yeah. along. I don't know how much they are, though, because um, they're mostly based in America. Right. So I said, can I do this and just record it? And they said, yeah, that's fine. Okay. There you go, done. Okay. So, it is gonna, so it's going to happen or not? Yeah. So what they're doing is, though, they're setting up again in this country at the end of the year because they've got a few businesses. So they brought out one book and then they stopped. And you can apply for them now. But at the end of the year, then you can start doing them. But then it's just you put the thing on and do it. There you go. And it's, just, it's a funny thing because it's one of those, that's how companies go out of, you know, they drop out, they get too big and now what you've got to go for a fucking 12-week application just to hear from you again. Oh, but you don't have to wait. You can get it in five days but you've got to give them, what was it, 12 grand or something. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, so you can do it if I give you a load of fucking money. Um, so we went through the 12-week and then a one question every two mm-hmm. weeks which was about a year ago I okay. said that. So bollocks to them. I want that company to fail because okay. I want a better company to come along. They okay. say they're like the Wikipedia to the encyclopedia. Okay. That's what they use okay. as their thing. But all they do is you, they trust you. It's not like, oh, Christ, yeah. you have to put the, the screws on you to make sure everything's perfect. 
But, um, and I had to go through all that, by the way. This, I'm know. telling you, this is like a year of back, non-stop backwards and forwards. I would have helped you. You just told us to do it by yourself. No, when they started saying we need a team of pit, and I was like, I'll oh, piss off. I'll set up my own record company. Because I said to them, who are you? Who the fuck are you? What, you don't own records. Like, you're not the... You just happen to have come along. You're a fucking Guinness company. Administrator. Yeah, yeah you're nothing. You just assume the position. Well, I'll fucking elbow you off and go into the business with the other guys. and tell. But I wanted to say this on podcast because I'm so pissed off about it. That's a year wasted. Yeah. I could have done it in one phone call, but no, you're not allowed to call up and now you have to talk to the fucking computer. Yeah. Tell them, fuck you, Guinness Book of yeah, World Records. Yeah, right. bollocks. Are we, um, uh, we recording, aren't we? Yes, we are. So what, where was we? The reason why I know this because... Uh, I don't know if I told you, I applied for an MA in photojournalism, yeah, 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 documentary journalism, and I got accepted. And one of my ideas was to do the record-breaking podcast. Oh, yeah, I remember you saying, yeah, part yeah. of part of the... Oh, yeah, uh, I won't be able to do that now. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> I'm not sure. Going. I'm pretty sure. Listen, if you want to go through that, but, tw- by the time that well, happens... Well, no, if this the other, other company yeah, comes yeah, through, yeah. we can still do it. Yeah. We can still do it. Yeah, well, that, so that, that, it's still that on happen. the table. But don't you need it by a certain time? I have a year. Process. Oh, yeah, no, we're definitely no, doing it. No, I'm more worried about Now I have to just come up with 8,000 pounds to pay for the course, which I don't have. So. Oh, Christ. Right, go. hang on. So we've got to get back to Patrick <laughs> now that we're back on live. Anybody out there who wants to support a mature student. We had a technical fault, and now we're back. Yes. So, so Patrick, Patrick, wrestling. Right. So you met the lunatic that you weren't wrestling in a ring. He got you wrestling where? Oh, just well, no. It's fine that we won't wrestle in the ring. That's quite regular in wrestling. They make oh. you just wrestle out. Like on right. a, we're in a church actually, on a um, top row of a church. We had the little pads that sure. you get out from. You did martial arts, did I hear you say? Kickboxing. Yeah, kickboxing. You know them sort of like they're like jigsaw mats that you yes. put on the floor. It was yes. those that we wrestled on. Oh, okay. That's right. And he got a guy to wrestle with me that had never been a wrestler. He had been uh, he'd given a huge power. He used to be a forklift driver he had a incident he was paid however much this guy was he was a former referee he was in his 50s and he was on disability allowance and he was the guy who was in the ring training you're with. wrestling a guy on disability yes though. this is the god's ooh, honest truth ooh. and he's never wrestled and, and <laughs> I'm, I'm paying 35 <laughs> not in a wheelchair anyway <laughs> 35 pounds for an hour admittedly i'm only doing an hour at a time but i'm traveling to ashford in kent so it's quite a journey oh, to get hell, to yeah and uh, this guy, Andre, would be sitting there not watching me in the, in the ring. And I remember vividly, he'd be sitting there with a newspaper. And I'd be like, how was that? Because I've never done anything. And like, it's one of the most difficult things to get into when you know nothing. And I was right. so bad. And I was like, how was it? And he'd be like, when you've been in the game as long as me, you can tell by the noises that you're making on the floor. Oh, and he's like, Christ. you're doing fine, kid. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> it took a while. And I heard from other people he was a little bit of a cowboy. But... He was a friend as so well. How long did you stick with him for? Probably about five months, something like that. Oh, so what on. was the main difference between that type of uh, championship, uh, what would be like WWF wrestling it is, compared to like standard collegiate Greco-Roman wrestling? Because I've done that style of wrestling, collegiate wrestling. Okay. But did, you, did your character have a style? Like was he a kickboxer? Was he a wrestler? Was he just... Um, kind of a hybrid. I mean, with your question, it's... The difference mainly between the two is that professional wrestling, like the WWE, the stuff that I do, it's predetermined. So there is a showmanship aspect of it. And, right. Uh, it's very much about building characters, whereas with obviously amateur wrestling, it's just two people having, you know, in competition. It's not to say there isn't competition within professional wrestling, though, because... Right. But I want- mean, the, sorry, but the, the moves and everything you're mm-hmm. allowed to make mm-hmm. in professional wrestling... Yeah. 
are clearly far beyond what you do in standard collegiate wrestling, oh, yes. which is limited to, to the circle Yeah, I mean, you're gymnastics ring. almost. Yeah, you're of. doing more acrobatics and things of that nature, right? And yeah, subject to your style, certainly, and that's very prevalent at the moment, the acrobatic type style. I have a kickboxing background, so I implement oh, okay. that as well. Okay. More ground-based. Um, Did you ever hit anybody with a folded chair? Oh my God! Yeah, oh, I've, he's got yes. one here with me. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I would have brought my chair on my championship. <laughs> I don't know. When did you win your championships recently? In January, and I won the belt by hitting the guy with the chair for <laughs> right. 20, twenty-two times because we're trying. Twenty-two. Times. You're going for a record yourself? Yes. Yeah, All right. Yeah. I know about Take that, Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were just trying to incite as much anger from the crowd. Um, they're an intelligent audience, but we're trying to just rile them up. <laughs> There's an oxymoron. <laughs> Yeah, no, like we're trying to. With their objective for us is we're trying to suspend their disbelief. So like they know what they're getting, but we want to still try and get them so emotionally involved. And admittedly, they're all drinking. It's an adult theme show, right. so I turn on my best friend and then I hit him with the chair over twenty times, and then I threw him over the top rope because it was a thirty-man elimination. He didn't learn two. after the first nineteen. <laughs> he kept getting up. That was oh, his thing. Well. <laughs> That was why there was more emotion because he people deserved like, to be down. hit a twentieth time. Frankly, <laughs> well, there you go. There yeah. You go. And now, is that what you wear normally when you're in the ring? You come oh, in as the businessman. I man? swear to God, I do. No, but <laughs> the commodities broker. Yeah, the commodities they're, breaker. They're all, they're you're all, the commodities breaker. <laughs> there you go. This is all Velcro. You can just yes. pull the arms off. <laughs> that would be amazing. Someone that has is, that in wrestling. You, you, that you'd awesome. make a good sort of manager. You know the one that goes around the ring. And just hits the referee when he's not. You're on his oh, side. Oh yeah, with a cigar. Yeah. yeah, you just come out sort of waving a Trump flag just yes. to everybody. Yeah. Well, who is that wrestler? He's now um, he's big, big in the in this field. Yeah, he is a manager. Uh, uh it's Jeff or something. I think his name is. Oh, he's huge. He also sells equipment and stuff like that. But he's become now a manager, and he does stuff like that. He's always got a cigar butt in his mouth. Yeah, I can see you doing and that. He, he runs in the ring. You can have a white suit on. referee and, and stuff. Grabs a grabs pulls the, the guy's legs yeah. when no one. He grabs, <laughs> a, grabs a, a megaphone. Do you have a manager in it? Do, do you have somebody that, behind you that no, hits I the referee? Have, I do have that, but not yeah. a manager. It's my bastard son. That's the character. <laughs> oh, my yeah. bastard. Son. My illegitimate son. Oh, so what's it? You've great. got there was a guy off the reality TV show. Wagner. If you've ever you know yeah. no. he was from television show X Factor, like the reality show they have over okay. here several years ago. He's one of the finalists, but he was not a great singer, but he's a great showman because right. of that. He gained quite a cult like okay. following. Um, we got him on the show because he also has long hair and a similar stubble and facial. And what's he? Is he a wrestler? No, but we got him in as a surprise as my oh. father. Oh, right. So oh, it's the trio. So got who me. scripts all this? This weird shit is all by me. Yeah. <laughs> So he's got oh, the father and the bastard. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the How far ahead do they know this? Or you just tell them just before you go out in the ring? By the way, you're... Um, that sort of stuff was about a couple of months planned because it was quite a big thing to get Wagner involved because we had to hire him, get him yeah, up from course. Birmingham and all that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, the, the, the promoter is good. He gives me a lot of creative freedom. So that's very lucky for me. So oh, how often are you wrestling? It seems to be a lot. It varies probably about once a month, not too much okay. really. Um, just quite selective with what I do. I want it to because you could, I could wrestle Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, but everywhere. But not everyone will promote you on social media and give you the best platform. Other places do, admittedly, but yeah. I like to be quite choosy. And where I do stuff, I make it worth my while. Like so, I see a lot of posters around North London. I haven't seen it. Have you, where do you predominantly do it? Normally up north. 
up but, north. Oh, yeah, okay. up north, north of the country, like Leeds Way predominantly. Why up there? Is That's where this company that I wrestle for oh, is. Right, okay. and we've just established a good fan base there now. And there was any sort of transition into London? Or you not? Possibly, yeah. yeah. Possibly something that we're considering for the future. Yeah. And how so, far are you going to take all this? Like, are you going for the WCW or whatever the thing? They, is? Yeah, what, what are, years ago, WWE though. No. Yes, yeah. Well, I noticed he called them WWF still. Yeah, that's so. it. Oh, that's most people still yeah. do. To be fair. So, Over so 50. do you get? Uh, <laughs> so, have you been injured? Because you said you could do it every weekend if you had to Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I mean, how oh, injured uh, can you possibly get, or how safe safe is it for trained wrestlers in that? Uh, it definitely has its risks. The first thing you'll be taught in a wrestling school really is how to land safely. It's like sure. a, it's very similar to judo in that regard. Yeah. So, Breakful. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So you're protecting your neck, that kind of thing. But I mean, I don't wrestle every Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm saying if people that do, you're just very beat up. Like when you wrestle once a month, even you can be beat up, but you do become more accustomed to it the more you're wrestling. What's the worst injury you've ever had? Um, ligament damage in my forearm. That's uh, it. No broken bones. No. No. Pulse. No. It was only part-time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Part-time. No, Although, didn't we have to cancel something once because you got slammed on your head? I got a concussion once, yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah. you said you can't go ahead with the shoot. Why? I've had a couple of... Slammed yeah, no, I've, head. I've had a couple of concussions, but you can't really... You know, that's not necessarily the doctor prognosis. You yeah, just yeah, know it you know, inherently. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was, I remember, yeah, I remember what happened. So what we're well. seeing in the ring, how... I mean, how much of that can actually be practiced and 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 prepared because yes. it looks it looks from all what i've seen don't i thought you all sort of it, you knew what you're doing throughout but then i heard from like the mate the mainstream wrestling that they're actually talking to each other about yeah do it now no don't no not that so where did what do you do uh you do i mean you can plan out key spots yeah. um some people like to, I mean, I like to know quite a lot, to be honest with you. Some people like to, like veterans that have done it 20, 30 years will just be like, call it in the ring, kid. And they, oh, okay, they just yeah. do it just all in the ring. Yeah. That's why wrestlers originally had long hair. So if I've got you in a side headlock and my face is like that yeah. and the hair is ah. down, the audience can't see. I'm like, right, throw me off ah, the ropes right. and give me a whip <laughs> reversal and give me a, right, okay, a back yeah. elbow. And do you know what I mean? So because if you don't. But how you, much of that, sorry, how much of that happens still now and how much has, how much of it has to be prearranged? Because the audience knows that they're seeing, to an extent, a mix of uh, uh, prepared stagecraft and spontaneous, mm-hmm. you know, uh, reaction. Yeah. So, I mean, does it depend on match by match? Yeah. Do you do that? It, it depends on the performer because some people, well, it's very popular for the acrobatic kind of style and a right. lot of that will need to, some of it's so meticulous, like... I can't do some of this. Uh, well, the, a lot of people do stuff I can't do where they're just like crazy athletic. And you need yeah. to talk about that quite a bit beforehand because there's such a you know, margin for error. So it depends your style. Whereas I could be, I do, if I do less, then you don't have to plan as much out because there's less that can go wrong, basically. Uh-huh. So, I mean, have you ever, have you ever wrestled uh, somebody who uh, chooses not to prepare and just work spontaneously yeah. or do really but how and he is very he's a brilliant he's a veteran he's um, um, james mason again because he's he's wrestled i think he's wrestled over four thousand matches in england but you're in constant communication throughout that then yeah he someone like him he's so good like he's a full-time wrestler in britain he was able to you just know where to go with him and like not many wrestlers have that sort of ability but how do you know like okay you do this now no i'm gonna take over now like 
how do you figure it, how does it play out how does it figure out throughout the match you kind of get he a feel from the doing. audience as well because oh, right, if the audience dies for yeah. too long a period you know, of time you've got to bring them back it's like during the, the heat of the match uh, when the villain is, you know, gaining the upper hand, you can't just have him beating down the, 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 the good guy for a several minute period without having what we call like a hope spot where it gets the, the, the crowd back into it and then, oh, you know, take it away from him again. Oh, okay, right. So it's like an emotional Oh, so you do have to feel it out as you're going. Oh, yeah, That's definitely. Quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Has it ever gone wrong where you just oh, think that you yeah. had no energy yeah. with the other person? You go, what, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've fucked up like many times before. It just, it, it's the nature of wrestling. Like yeah. what? Like what's that? Like I don't know what to do now sort of thing. Oh, I've, I, I've been, yeah, like, I've definitely forgotten. Like I've been, I remember before we're getting up, we're getting ready. I've, I've completely fucking forgotten everything. <laughs> they went for fuck's sake, Pat. Then they whip me down again. They're like, right, you're gonna get oh, up on the right. rope. And they tell you what to do. <laughs> Pull out a script. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, do you do you decide early on who's the job and who's the heel? Oh, you know the term. Yeah, I was oh, gonna yeah. say. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, um, the promoter will decide that. The, really? The, yeah. The promoter is ninety nine percent of the time gonna give that, you know, that idea to people. Whether you're gonna be villain, whether you're gonna be heel, and uh, then they build up storyline and then the characters from there, basically. And so okay. you always wear your suit when you're wrestling? No, I will wear it, but I normally will come out in two segments. For example, in the next show, I'm coming out to open up the show, talk on the microphone, antagonize the audience. I'm doing a bit of a comedy scene, actually, and then in, I'm in the main event, but I'll be in completely like the custom spandex. So now, the now you're the heavyweight champ. What's the, is there another goal in for next year? That you Is there something else somewhere? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's one of several wrestling promotions in the United Kingdom arise. There's other companies, obviously, out there as well. So yeah. there's a lot more. Oh, to you be just done. changed companies. Well, yeah, I love Rise, um, but I, he's doing other stuff in addition to it. So yeah, I do intend to do some other stuff. Okay. I want to see a character called the Brexit. I just think that would be a cool wrestler name, the Brexit. Yeah, there's definitely yes. scope for sort of Brexit, Trump, <laughs> just to get them going. Yes, exactly. I think is that yours, it. Antonio? That's mine. It was. Oh, yes. okay. And so. How long do you see yourself doing this for? Uh, I guess, well, quite a while, because, I mean, wrestlers are competing well into their 40s, quite frankly. Some of them wrestle into their 50s, 60s, but that's the element of it being predetermined. If it was a boxing or kickboxing, right. they just couldn't compete like because they could just risk severe injury, but that's right. where you can work around Have it. you seen that there's a good documentary, uh, documentary I watched um, on Andre the Giant that's just come out? It's brilliant. brilliant. Yeah. And it basically gets to the point where he can't move and you're just having to run around him because his back is so bad that mm. the wrestling matches is just running around him doing stuff and him holding onto a rope. Yeah, like, that wouldn't cut it in the yeah. 21st century. Like, there's the equivalent to him is a guy called The Big Show and he's like, he's seven foot two 460 pounds but a phenomenal athlete he does stuff off the top rope if he has to no work. Andre the Giant couldn't as you say he couldn't take a back bump so yeah. it's a different world but he was like a, just an enigma weren't he it said yeah. in, in the end they said on that film set I can't remember what, what it was and he had to hold a woman she yep. weighed like seven stone and they had to hoist her because he couldn't physically yeah. take the weight yeah. Yeah. and at the end I don't know where he was wrestling and he said they literally he was just holding onto a rope because he couldn't mm -hmm. run around the ring and that's bad and yeah. like the well, he had that giant that was because of the giant titus yeah, yeah. He had a condition. Yeah. Yeah. Gigantism. Yeah. Giant Titus. Giant Titus. We all know the expression. That's his wrestling name. Gigantism. Giant Titus. Exactly. 
So, well, well, I think it, uh, if you guys tune in at uh, in our next, uh, for, I think for our anniversary show, our birthday show, actually Theo and Patrick are going to do a wrestling match and then joined in by Kite He's going to slam it into the glass table. We're going to take it over right here in Sloan Square, folks. You heard it Well, there. Antonio could do <laughs> it with his capoeira, so we could Manage, be spinning uh, manager, around. I'm going to be ring girl, because that's the best I can handle at this point. What was you doing before the wrestling? I know you, you said... Commodities. Um, yeah, but what does that broker. mean? Like, what's well, your no, day-to-day job? A, well, no, I was working for uh, well, I was an investment company. I was doing, like, commodities broking. What, so, what does that mean? I, I, I dealt in alternative investments. So the acronym was SWAG, Silver, Wine, Art, Gold. So oh, it was okay. alternative forms of investment. And I had the junior out of the junior and senior position. I was scouting for new business. And Do you ever invest in anything yourself? Uh, yeah, I did actually. God's honest truth. I yeah. invested in some Bordeaux wine. Yeah. Oh, wine. Back yeah. in the day, I had a bit of a portfolio. Now it's been completely. <laughs> now you know, just got a I, drink uh, problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm now living off alone, so it's a different world. Oh, but you have to do it, don't you? It's like, so, are you, are you working full time now? At the moment, no. Oh, okay. So I was just... working as a sales manager for a travel company up until five months ago, and then I left. I went on holiday, and then since I've been back. Oh. I've invested in a couple of credit cards. <laughs> I need to once more. So, get what are your sort work. of plans for the future then? With the, I know you, you want to sort of do um, different things with the wrestling. Have you got any other thing you're doing? You're acting. Mm-hmm. Um, what, they're they're the two main things. They're the main things you want to focus on them. Career-wise, yeah. How's things been with the acting so far? Yeah, they're going all right. Yeah, they're going all right. Any training? I would think, I was just going to say, I think the professional wrestling is about the best acting training you could possibly get. When I was on a film set previously, there was a girl who was starting up, she was a model, but mm-hmm. she was quite, and she's very one of these people that's just full of African and she didn't stop moving. And the guy there, who was a producer, he said to her, you should get involved in like wrestling because you're quite, like you, she Energetic, didn't know what to yeah. do. I said you should, you should use that as yeah. a sort of character because she was always fucking jumping around all over the place. So... I've always said this. I've the, the the wrestling thing. It's like it's like actually being a bouncer. Funny enough, where you don't realise what they have to fucking do. Oh, like yeah. it's one yeah. until you you could say it and you go yeah yeah go. But when you're a wrestler and you've got to act and you've got to pr- be a, a salesman, right? And you've got to do the physicality and you've got to worry about what you're doing while you're there. Yes, that's not a little like any one of those it's things alive, takes talent. It's alive. Play. play you're a doing yeah. every night. It's a production. physical theater. Yes, that's yeah, physical theater. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like, have you got used to it now, or is it still a struggle? Like, do you still have to? Is it automatic for you now? No, I mean, well, you get you get nervous, but I think you care about anything you're passionate about. Yeah. You're going to get nerves for. So, just you don't do the cutting thing, do you? I. <sighs> I'm, I'm really telling industry secrets, <laughs> but I did it in January. Yeah. Oh no. And I've got. I've got the the strongest hair gel you can buy. It's literally like a glue yeah, it's yeah. because I tore several hairs out there. So now I've got the hairs regrowing and yeah. they're a different length because I can't put it in a ponytail. Oh no! So wow. I had to glue it down. But yeah, basically it's just when you get Nick. color, like the blood, you had the little um, razor blade inside your yeah. uh, tape. And then yeah. Do you ever gash. see the, the, the Louis Theroux one on the wrestlers? Yep. Yes. And they're cutting the shit out of themselves. <laughs> yeah. like but they're, they- they're Dripping blood, and one of them cuts himself too much, and he gets cut. He gets taken away in an ambulance. But the uh, I think the audience they know what they're seeing. They know they're paying to see a production, and I think when they lose interest or they boo, it's only because there's like either again, like you say, the energy level drops. Yeah. And so it's not that they're expecting to. Um, how can I put this? <sighs> They're not expecting to see. They they know somebody might not really be bleeding. It's you've got to sell it. Do you know what I mean? They're expecting you to sell it. Just like say you're going to see a magic show, right? 
you're paying to be almost deceived. You're paying yeah. to, to uh, be seduced, that's it, into believing that the rabbit is coming out of a hat. And so in physical theater, they're actually believing you have to sell it to them. They yeah, to but the thing off. of actually drawing blood, that's not right. Because it, it's not right. like it's a one-off. No, but the, that's a rarity. I've only ever done that I several thinking, times. Is that, I mean, my... is it illegal? Like, there's no laws about... There's so much with wrestling, it's probably not legal. Yeah, it's it's just a, flown under the radar. It's at just the a bunch of gypsies. That's what they say. <laughs> such gypsies and con men. But um, yeah, that's what it is. It's selling. That's exactly yes. the terminology that wrestling call it. Yeah, it's when you're but I selling can understand if you've got a blood capsule that you bite or so. But when you cut, you that's it? like that's what do you mean? You see it in the film all the time. What do you think? They're yeah, doing but they're not really cutting themselves. How do you know? No, well, of course they're not. No, one of my problem with it is isn't the blood. It's the fact that you shouldn't have to do that, really. I mean, am I had a problem with. I used to like wrestling when I was a kid, like, yeah. like the Hulk Hogan, All American, that sort of thing. I had a problem with the sort of who the guy that took over the WWF from his dad, Vince. Yeah. And then it was in that time where, I've said this before, when society started to slip down a bit and you had like cops and the MTV come out and everything was sort of quiet grungy and shitty yeah. and that's when the wrestling they started to do you know the cage matches with Bond the barbed wire and you think well that's mainstream TV and it was less about a show and it was now who's got the most blood and who's hitting who with the spike in the and I th it just went a weird way that I just didn't like well I think com competition I think it's too, forced it's cheap, them to raise cheap. the ante. But no, it all led to Jerry Springer. What do you think the Jerry Springer but that's, show no, was? But that's what I mean. It that's was part of even that era admits, even where it was the whole reality TV era, yeah. actually. It was just how disgusting can you be? How bloody and gory can you make it? And, but it, and because it's a mainstream thing, right. I thought it just went, yeah, we're going to buy into that as well. Fuck like the fact we kids watch this. Let's start smashing each other over the heads and cutting each other. Yeah, and but that. we've been that's seeing that since, uh, since the dawn of cartoons. Um, Cartoon yeah, violence is, yeah. was a precursor. I don't know. I think when you get to certain and then level, we you saw, can understand. We grew up, I grew up watching the Three Stooges on TV. Yeah, but the, no, if, we, if, if I was running that, I, I would think, look, this is the easy option. We're just going to be stop bleeding all over the place and throwing each other on fucking barbed wire. But can't we just do, uh, like, make it more of a show? It doesn't have to be, look how but disgusting we can make it. But we know it's a show. It. What's worse... No, but it used to be what's, good. No, what's worse is what they show on the news. That's 100% no, worse. No, yeah, you're going up. But what I'm saying joining, is, they did it better already. The shit they show on Al Jazeera what they were showing on, on BBC yeah but that's another thing is, that's real but that was real that yeah that shouldn't real. be on there shouldn't be on there but no, what I'm but saying is do. if you've got the choice that's what we're seeing when wrestling we know it's entertainment we already know that no but it's not if you're getting slammed onto barbed wire and you're bleeding yeah. that's not into if, they, if it was if somebody said to me no that it's all blood capsules I'd still go well it's, morally it's still it's cheap that you're going for that sort of love but you pay that, that when you go to see a film in, a, in the cinema you go see a war movie you go to no, see that I think the standards the for wrestling used to be better that's why if I never knew anything about it I just wouldn't like it but it, because yes, I remember that audience, era yeah but like when it first came out like on television the 50s that was pretty much all they really showed a, a lot of was wrestling on television and they were pretty brutal then and these two things the chairs and all that and they didn't really get into say like the blood and the gore they would occasionally show a guy near the end you know yeah, yeah. all that it was always there yeah but now it's like they but lean on that as the yes. way to go first and that's, that's my problem with it that's where public and taste goes even, we watch horror films I'm not even we, blaming them to be, be honest more I, and more gory yeah what I'm blaming is society because really they just went away that everyone else was going yeah but the pendulum swings yeah but this is my thing I think I wonder if it has come and back one a bit. Point, it has, it has yeah. really yeah. wrestling doesn't hasn't had blood WWE hasn't had blood it's very archaic 
as far as they're concerned. They haven't had blood for five years now. Oh, That's really? a fact. So we solved there that problem. Go. There <laughs> you go, Keon. <laughs> That's what this show WWE does. represents Solutions, very much people. society. Yeah. And as you say, okay. during the late 90s, yeah, it was the attitude. Down, I, yeah. It was the highest peak of wrestling history, but it was just a time that was society. It was a very edgy time, wasn't it? As you say, it was a yeah. Jerry Springer era. It was yeah. a reality TV. Yeah. yeah, It gets so, to one point and then eventually the audience starts to turn off from it. So then they go in a different way. Sort of like personal development being full of bullshit and wankers. Exactly. Then I was say segues into his magazine. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But if you want to avoid all that gimmick, no, but it's, sort of, it's, it's the same thing. It's gone from the, the, the braces, magazine. no offense, but the braces of the 1980s yes. to really care about yourself, fuck everybody else. Patrick Money's is still waiting right good. now underneath that waistcoat. <laughs> 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 well, no, he's going for the waistcoat now. So yes. five years ago, it would have been the braces. It's underneath the waistcoat right now. The braces on for the last shoot. That's going to say this. That's where he keeps his razor now. <laughs> uh. <laughs> when did you cut yourself out recently then? January. That was the last time. And you're not got any plans to do it again? No, it was it was a one-off. This was where Wagner was there. It was a one-on-one. Oh, it, was uh, a it, was, it was the main event match. And I mean, Sports Bible picked up that video and at the end where Wagner come out and he got 700,000 views. And like, it added to the drama of the blood if you pick and choose your spots yeah. which I did that was why I knew it would I didn't know, you know what it is? I think I'm that. slightly prejudiced about it literally from the, the Louis through thing where the guys they were showing it was just what they did every weekend and they were just cut well, that's that hardcore pieces. shit yeah. Like, yeah. yeah and I think I've since not, I saw that I think that's I've always but remembered a, that there's a separate audience for that yeah, no. yeah absolutely yeah. that's exactly right when I was doing the stage comment through independent drama and Bethel Green they were teaching us all those moves for wrestling and stuff like that and they the best part is it, it, you know there were teachers the prat falls and the hits and all of that and to avoid getting hurt and they were, they're so careful that if you even the slightest wound the slightest cut they'll stop and yeah. make sure it doesn't happen and uh, but they make it fun you know what I mean and so it looks as if you're actually making contact and all of that but you're not I've never I've, I think I've never forgiven them for bringing Hulk Hogan back Why? with the new look because I like Hulk a new Hogan. look? Yeah, what did he, he came back ten five years ago, whenever long it was, and he, now he was a baddie. Oh, he's he back black, again. He had the black beard thing going on. Oh, oh no, that was did yeah, he change? He, no, he that was in night like nineteen ninety five, but that was in WCW. Yeah, but he'd go, he'd grown stale. He'd been for a decade plus of doing the yeah, but then say your let prayers, it go. Eat your yeah. vitamins, <laughs> and crowd was milk. starting to be yeah, crowd yeah. was starting to turn on him, so he turned on. Yeah, what are these vitamins you're taking? Yeah. You've been talking about for twenty <laughs> years. Yeah, what is this milk you've been drinking? No, but. Now he should have left that. I would have gone by it. That was me then. To bring it back and go, now I'm about to get bollocks. You can't, don't do that. But well, then he, people do what they do for money. He's got bills to pay, probably. Yeah, but no, when does morals kick in? Why is oh, it always you, back to money? Why are you moral about to, I'm not moral. But I'm saying you should have some sort of social responsibility to not shit on everything you've just fucking done. <laughs> You should go into the ring, then, as Moses. You have two big tablets, and you smash them over. No, because I'm not talking about myself. People assume you're talking about the yourself. The lawgiver. Yeah, I'm, I'm the moral compass. I am writing down my commandments. Yeah. Seeing that I'm being accused of starting a cult. I thought yeah. I'd run with it. The 11th commandment. Fuck you. No, I've got 20. I've got 20 commandments. I'm trying to whittle them down to 10 out of sarcasm. you got to take commandments. The other 10 are just... Uh, because you've got shoot off. We've got to end the podcast now. No, we don't have to. I just got to promote my show, Space Doctor, which will be at the Edinburgh oh, yeah. Fringe Festival starting from the 1st of August until the 27th. So everyone's got to pile up to Edinburgh to see these shows, or are they in yes. London well, as well? Well, I did the Brighton Fringe, and oh, I right, did yeah. a show in Barnes, and now the big move is Edinburgh. That's and what's, like is there a, any plan when you get like back? The comedy, it's a mecca of comedy, so it's, I'm going to see loads of other Is there any plan for when shows. you get back? To do more of it, who knows what will happen after after mm. I come back. But um, 
Yeah, I, um, uh, I unfortunately had to turn down some gigs for uh, for a commercial, which probably would have paid really well. And, and so you're not uh, being paid to go up there, and you're losing money from. Not- I am, but nothing compared to doing you know a one day commercial shoot. Yeah, but, you've got to take a risk. But, but no, but. This, I'm taking a cue from Patrick. There comes a point in time when yeah. you have to say, you know what, I've always wanted to do this. <clears throat> I've always wanted to do a show at the Fringe. I actually went there for the first time. I couldn't believe it's taken me this long in 15 years. I actually went up to see shows last year. Oh, did you? Yeah, because I have friends who live up there. And then uh, earlier this year, I just auditioned for this comedy show. Uh, this, and well, when they hired me, they said, by the way, we're also, we've already been booked to do the Fringe because the guys who run it, uh, have their own production company called Straight Up Productions, and they do theater stuff. They do stand-up comedy, and they also oh. do their stand-up comics and all that. And so, you know, like careful what you wish for, because you just might get it. So all of a sudden, boom! It just happened. It yeah. fell in my lap, and it's yeah, we're actually uh, already booked to do a month at the Fringe and all this. And I'm like, wow, right. it's like comedy. Have you got any other plans while you're up there? Then was it just the work for, uh, that, for this? Doing that and seeing as many shows as I can and making as There's many not connections. Be social media photos of you over the end of a castle with an arrow or anything like at that. At some point, it might <laughs> you be. will go and I'll make a show of yourself somewhere. Jacket, so it's going to be pretty awesome. <laughs> oh, you're putting the jacket so, on. Yes, yes, yes. Working the beard. Your Las and Vegas so, jacket. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, again, I thought, okay, it means I'm not going to be working here for a month. I'm going to be up there doing that. And in the meantime, having to find a place to live and all this other stuff. But there comes a point where you have to say, fuck it. I just have to go and do this. Yeah, there's too many questions. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so when, when you went to the States, did, did, how, how did that work? Were you looked after there? Like, was it you were paid to be out there or how did it work? No, you just got paid when you did shows. You got your own per accommodation. Show. Yeah, you're just responsible. Where did you do, do the wrestling? What areas? Um, Central LA. I lived in Orange oh, County. Okay. So yeah, it was always in and around the center. So you were there for three months? Yeah, and then came back. Oh, what do you now, think was, that, was that part of your, your course? Was that part of your program? Or did they actually pick you out of the course and say, hey, we need you, we actually want you to, to wrestle? This, this was just me actively going out there and then you find promotions wow. and working with them. Oh, good on you, man. That's great. What did you think about living in the States for three months? Yeah, I enjoyed it. What month, what, what part of the year was it? Uh, June until oh, August. So it was beautiful weather 30 degrees every day we we had our own private swimming pool we were really lucky it was at a really reasonable rate and we got did the well. wrestling change at all was it the same thing isn't like the personalities or anything like that the type of wrestling is it exactly the same yeah absolutely nothing different no the crowd's bigger similar yeah yeah all similar but it makes you stand out the fact that you're english all no, i was gonna say anyway. i bet they loved your accent yeah so were you a goodie or a sure? baddie i was a goodie there <laughs> oh, you was a goodie. I, I thought you might be now. looking down on them no I, I i now would be three four years <laughs> oh, later now he's met a few. not just because yeah the moral standing but in <laughs> yeah. terms of just um i mean where my character is at right. back then i was a bit more of a like a you know good guy yeah but also like, again yes yeah, so you can fluctuate <laughs> as well you'll go from a good guy sometimes to a, but that's what you have to do don't you, you you're a goodie and then you end up being a baddie no, and then you come back to the light again it's so. no different from any television show yeah. really or a film like people you look at like the terminator as an example it was he was the king villain in that movie the terminator people loved him so much he came back as the like the the, the good guy in terminator yeah. 2 same with darth vader and it's the same with wrestling for long enough these villains fans will love them so much because they're so good at being a villain they cheer them and conversely they get tired of them when they're being cheered for so long like god give us something different so. yeah. yeah or apart from the terminator all that pissing about just ruined the whole fucking thing. No, Terminator 2 was great, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, but that's when, it's like all the films, when the money gets involved, it, the first one's always a good film, mm-hmm. then the money goes, oh, we're going to take notes of this now, let's change it, and you start to see the ticks coming in from how much comedy and how much romance oh, fuck, in it, and yeah. he gets more and more. And in fact, he Jesus said that the, what fucked up Conan the Barbarian was because of Conan the Destroyer, 
It was a proper raw blood cuts and bl- everything. Mm-hmm. And then the money got involved and then they turned it into Conan Destroyer and then they forced them with the love story and they forced them to have a little kid in it and yeah. a giant. And he yeah. said, that's not, the, that's not the people that have watched this film, the comp- that's not what the, for, for them. And they did it and it just fucking bombed because it no, turned it into a comedy. No, they did the formula, and, yeah. They, but they, they did that with Terminator. You watch it, how it started. It's pretty yes. strict. Then, oh, okay, now he's got a bit of a sense of humour. And then the fifth one. That's a comedy. It's yeah. a fucking comedy. You've got a teenager girl as an action hero and we've talked this before about the perversions with kids that they but she's a fucking 15 year old kid she's jumping around she'd yeah. be crying in the corner no she's jumping around with machine gun yeah. and, and i thought oh no he's a, he's a stand-up comedian and she but, said where are you you're late and he went stuck in traffic so yeah and i just went oh fuck off honestly yeah. god but they, why don't you just keep to the story what is this well we can make a bit more money if we put some more comedy what it's like when you have these pop stars or rock stars or whatever and they they they, 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 they do um uh songs become famous everyone loves yeah, them right. and then they want to do a different version on it just fucking play the song we don't want to see a different version yeah. we didn't sign up for that <laughs> so you watch Terminator 1 it's got nothing to do with Terminator 5 it's not even the same film so much just forget change the fucking name so um, we guarantee this will never come back as a comedy ever they've probably no. pissed off MGM record <laughs> well, <laughs> well, what we're really good at is burning bridges that makes, that anyone yeah, that I want would to talk about Apple products yeah. I want to talk about fucking well, what a prick Steve Jobs was by the way the views of Theo do not represent yeah, the views of this company although yeah. you can sue him <laughs> yeah, if you exactly. need to well I've got a few stamps in my pocket they can have my Chelsea and that so they can come after me um, right, right so I'm going to shoot Patrick we haven't had long enough to talk to you that we want to do but uh, we're going to have you on again at cool. some point when you're yes, back in London and uh, yeah I'm glad I met you we've had a bit of fun since yeah. I met you more stress than anything but that's usually everybody else's problems yeah. uh, but we've got a lot of stuff coming up so uh, thanks for coming on that's and right, we'll see you again no soon can I hold my social media quickly yes. oh yeah do whatever you got to do if you follow my fan page on Facebook, it's Dr. Leonardo Darwin. And you can find me for my acting on Spotlight under Patrick Sutty, S-U-T-T-I-E. So the doctor, that's your wrestling? Yes. What's it? What's it Dr. Name? Leonardo Darwin. Why did you come up with that? DiCaprio. Well, it started off with, it da Vinci off and with Charles. Darwin yeah. from uh, Charles Darwin. And I went with the moniker of evolution of evolution. I was the pinnacle of man. <laughs> oh, that's what now, I like. But yeah. now my character is just a comedic pervert. So it's definitely. <laughs> <not> <laughs> what a fool. Yeah. A perfect man to comedic pervert. <laughs> like a rise of the fool of a comedian. It's company rise. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And on that note, thank you very much. Thank you. Also, Cheers. Cheers. Oh, man.